0: The charges
1: are... Every day not knowing what was going on. Three
0: counts of murder.
1: It's not like I've forgotten any of it. Assault with a deadly weapon. It's like reliving everything every day. Do you have any questions about your rights for preliminary Do you object to being turned over to Colorado? with it
0: continues to be our firm position that the death penalty statute in place
1: in 1984 is unconstitutional. Colorado wants to execute him. I think they're just doing the delay tactic. I'm not afraid. I know I can do it. I just know that I detest him. He's going to face the justice that uh, these families deserve. 18 OC
0: 227, State versus Ewing, and 18 OC 228, State versus Ewing. It's October 2nd, 2018, in a courtroom in Carson City, Nevada. Mr. Ewing is present by now seat. Mr. Ewing, the court has received a demand in both of these cases for your surrender to authorities in the state of Colorado. Are you aware of that? Yes. Have you received that paperwork? Yes. Yes and yes. The first words Alex Christopher Ewing spoke in court after DNA identified him as the prime suspect in the long unsolved murders of Patricia Louise Smith in Lakewood and Bruce and Deborah Bennett and their seven-year-old daughter Melissa in Aurora. Killings inflicted with hammers. The crimes that you're charged with in our case, 180 OC 227 is first-degree murder after deliberation, first-degree murder, felony murder, first-degree murder, felony murder, first-degree felony murder, violent crime, death, and violent crime, deadly weapon. Do you understand that those are the charges? This is the case from Jefferson County. The suspect sat impassively at a table, his hands cuffed to a belly chain. And the case from Arapahoe County, The charges are three counts of murder after deliberation, three counts of murder, felony murder, murder, let's see, murder after deliberation, two counts of sexual assault, physical force, violence, assault with a deadly weapon, two counts of sex assault, child, force. Ewing winced at the words. And burglary armed with explosives or a weapon. Do you understand that those are the charges in the Arapaho County case. Yes. You have a right to have an attorney, um, if you can, if you want to retain your own, or if you don't have funds, an attorney can be appointed for you. Do you understand that? Yes. Do you have the funds to hire an attorney? No, sir. Do you object to being turned over to Colorado authorities? I would like biohazard. I'm Kevin Vaughn, an investigative reporter at Nine News in Denver. This is part three of blame, the fear all these years. We're telling the story of hammer attacks in January, 1984, that left four people dead and sent shockwaves through the Denver community. Attacks that would go unsolved for more than 30 years. Sherry Letton, Patricia Smith's daughter, and Connie Bennett, Bruce Bennett's mother, had waited decades for a suspect to be identified. Now with those seven words, I would like to fight my extradition, the prospects dimmed for a swift journey from criminal charges to a jury trial, and they would grow dimmer in the months ahead. Two months after that first court appearance, Ewing was back before that judge in Carson City. This time he had help. My name is Marty Weiner.
1: I'm a uh, private attorney in uh, Reno. I do. I specialize in criminal defense. That's the only work I do.
0: Weiner stepped in as a volunteer attorney for Ewing. Okay, so your name just so they have it right. Outside court, a reporter asked him that given the brutal nature of the killings, why should he not just be extradited to face the charges there? Well, it's uh, the uh, issue isn't how bad the crime was. The issue is whether the rules are being followed. In that same conversation, he made it clear that he was worried about one thing more than any other.
1: Colorado wants to uh, execute him, give him the death penalty.
0: More on the death penalty in a minute. Wiener's first motion to block Ewing's extradition was promptly denied by the judge. But Wiener wasn't deterred, asking for and receiving multiple extensions as he took the case to the Nevada Supreme Court. More than a year after Ewing's first court appearance in Nevada, It wasn't at all clear when he might be brought to colorado to face charges in the two cases there's one thing we need to say here alex ewing had every right to contest his extradition and those left behind had every right not to like it
1: i do not understand um it's it's a, a travesty of justice that these that these things happen
0: we caught up with sherry letton as ewing's extradition fight worked its way through the courts She had been at work when her mother, Patricia Smith, was killed in the townhome they shared. We are all so frustrated, not understanding how this can happen, when the excuses are nothing short of, my dog ate my homework. Seriously,
1: that's what it is.
0: Connie Bennett, who discovered the murders of her son, daughter-in-law, and granddaughter, was just as frustrated.
1: I think about it every day. Uh, I know there's not anything I can do about it. It's going to, I know it's going to take time because those things seem to take time. But it is frustrating to think that people who do those kinds of things can just, it seems like the law leans toward them, you know, as far as giving their rights and all.
0: By late 2019, Ewing was running out of options. First, the Nevada Supreme Court ordered that he be extradited to Colorado. After that, it denied his request for another hearing and his request to delay the transfer so he could go to the U.S. Supreme Court. And then his emergency request at the U.S. Supreme Court was also denied. Finally, on February 28, 2020, more than a year and a half after he was identified as a suspect in the killings of Patricia Smith and three members of the Bennett family, a small plane usually used to take the Colorado governor around the state swooped out of the sky and landed at Centennial Airport. Alex Ewing was back in Colorado.
1: Are you folks ready to go?
0: Yes, Sean.
1: People of the state of Colorado versus Alex Ewing, 2018 CR 3105.
0: Within days, Ewing made court appearances in both the Bennett and Smith cases, and the two cases have proceeded on parallel tracks. Ewing being shuttled back and forth between court hearings in Arapaho and Jefferson counties. The man accused of a series of brutal 1984 hammer attacks made his first substantive court appearance in Colorado today. He would ultimately appear in court more than two dozen times in the two cases, and along the way there were delays, some prompted by the COVID-19 pandemic, before we reached the place where we are now. More than 36 years after the murders of three members of an Aurora family, a suspect is now headed for trial. Alex Christopher Ewing will face a jury in the Bennett case. Because it took so long to identify a suspect, many charges, including allegations he sexually assaulted Melissa Bennett, have been dropped. So have charges that accused him of beating Vanessa Bennett, the only survivor, just three years old when she was left for dead. The only charges remaining are the most serious ones. Multiple counts of murder for the deaths of Bruce Bennett Deborah Bennett, and Melissa Bennett. And as for the fears that Ewing's attorney had that he could face the death penalty, that proved to be wrong as well. The judge handling the case ruled that back in 1984, Colorado law set the maximum sentence of life in prison with the possibility of parole after 20 years.
1: I watched uh, television about like that Golden State killer and things like that and um just boggles our mind and what motivates people to do things like that. And to me, uh, especially since this happened, it's been kind of a scary world.
0: Now it all comes down to one courtroom, a dozen miles in nearly four decades from a crime that changed the metro area. Connie Bennett is ready to tell her tale in front of a man she long wondered if she'd ever see. The judge in the case won't let us show you what happens in court. No cameras allowed. But you can still follow the trial with us. I'll write daily stories from the courtroom on every twist and turn. And we'll do a daily Facebook Live with the latest developments for those of you who like to listen along. Look for details at 9news.com. And of course, once there's a verdict, watch for another episode of Blame the Fear All These Years. And when Ewing goes on trial in the Smith case scheduled in October, we'll cover that too. Blame is a production of KUSA-TV 9 News in Denver, Colorado, and Tegna Media. Nicole Vapp is executive producer. Anna Houston is producer and editor. The sound mix was by Richard Humphreys. I'm your host, investigative reporter Kevin Vaughn. There is much more, including photographs, interviews, and some of our old coverage of this case at 9news.com slash blame. If you like Blame, the fear all these years, subscribe at Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or any popular podcasting app. And check out our first two investigative podcasts. Blame, Was the Death of Jill Wells an Accident or Murder? And Blame, Lost at Home? You can like us on our Facebook page, Blame Podcast. And if you've got suggestions or tips for future investigative podcasts, reach us at blame at 9news.com.